When we do the will of God, there will always be good fruit. In the first reading, we saw how Samuel listens to God, and he has to choose one of these sons of Jesse to be anointed the next king. And I'm sure that all of, all of Jesse's sons, some of them would have been great candidates for kings. But the Lord cautions him from making a decision just on worldly standards and their stature. Our Lord is interested in the heart of these men. David is later on described as a man who's after God's own heart. So Jesse, listening to God, anoints the greatest king of Israel, David, a ruddy youth who's probably dirty from tending the sheep. This would be like showing up to an interview for a high executive office in your work clothes, covered in mud and dirt, probably still smelly. God doesn't just look at your appearances. He looks at the heart. In the gospel, we heard how the blind man listened to Jesus. Following a discussion on who is and who is not a sinner, Jesus rubs mud in this man's eyes. Perhaps the blind man thought that this action was an act of condemnation, an act of showing, yes, this man is a sinner. And perhaps he thought that Jesus, this great prophet, was making his judgment on him by rubbing the dirt in his face and symbolically showing he's a sinner. And then as an afterthought, he says, here, go, go clean yourself up. But the blind man listens. And what happened? Once again, God uses the earth to make man, and he restores that, his man's, that man's sight. This healing sign was a, remission, was a sign of the remission of sin for this man. Yes, he's a sinner, but he is made clean through Jesus. The Lord did all of this so that the works of God might be visible through the blind man, and that he might see the Savior before him. The blind man had seen the works of God in his own life, how he had been healed, and he saw the beauty of creation for the very first time with his own eyes. But much more importantly, he saw Jesus, our Lord. We can learn something from this man who was blind from birth. He recognized that, yes, in some way, in his life, he was in contact with sin. This is true for us, too. I know that I've sinned, and I could probably guess that you might have as well. And Jesus knows this. Jesus knows our dirt. He knew from the beginning how David, the greatest king of Israel, was a sinner. While he was dirty from work, he, was call he called David to be a great king. And he still calls us he speaks to us. He wants to elevate us. And in our baptism, he gives us a dignity beyond what we deserve. God wants us to be healed and to see. But we can't do this unless we go to him and are washed clean. God wants us to examine our conscience and let the light of his truth enlighten our lives so that we can live in the great joy of the gospel. He wants us to go to confession and to clean the dirt from our lives. When we do the will of God, there will be good fruit.
The fruit of this season of repentance is the fruit of reconciliation and restoration. And the joy of, of restoration, of reconciliation, isn't saved up for Easter. It's meant to be lived now, amidst the penance and, and the sorrow and sacrifice. And that's why, in the middle of Lent, we wear rose. And a few of you are as well. Because in the middle of this penitential season, God wants to remind us the Christian life is joyful. It's God's will that we repent and have faith like the blind man. And it's God's will that amidst the ta hard task of confronting our own blindness, there's joy. Our Lord says that when you fast, you shouldn't look gloomy or sad, but make it a time of deep prayer. Prayer is the act of love between you and God. And true joy is knowing that you're loved by God. So as you encounter your own limits, your own sinfulness, and you ask God and you, and you pray and you, you know his love and you offer your love to him, it should bring joy. Um, great joy. Because you know where God is. You know he's right with you. Perhaps you haven't yet found God in your suffering, in your blindness, in which case you probably don't have much joy in those things. But it's the joy that caused David to dance and the blind man to worship. Uh, that, that's the same thing that we can experience. By knowing and seeing God before us, we can share in their same joy. So let yourself be made clean by God's forgiveness in the confessional. And then rejoice because the Lord is with you.